This is from Letter from a Birmingham Jail, and if you haven't read it, you should. It's linked in the, in the doobly. I must confess that over the past few years I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride towards freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klaner, but the white moderate, who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice, who constantly says, I agree with you in the goal you seek, but I cannot agree with your methods of direct action, who paternalistically believes he can set the timetable for another man's freedom, who lives by a mythical concept of time, and who constantly advises the Negro to wait for a more convenient season. Shallow understanding from people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. Lukewarm acceptance is much more bewildering than outright rejection. I had hoped that the white moderate would understand that law and order exist for the purpose of establishing justice, and that when they fail in this purpose, they become the dangerously structured dams that block the flow of social progress. I had hoped that the white moderate would understand that the present tension in the South is a necessary phase of the transition from an obnoxious negative peace, in which the Negro passively accepted his unjust plight, to a substantive and positive peace, in which all men will respect the dignity and worth of human personality. Actually, we who engage in the nonviolent direct action are not the creators of tension, we merely bring to the surface the hidden tension that is already alive. We bring it out in the open, where it can be seen and dealt with, like a boil that can never be cured so long as it is covered up, but must be opened with all its ugliness to the natural medicines of air and light. Injustice must be exposed, with all the tension its exposure creates, to the light of human conscience and the air of national opinion before it can be cured. So this, this is important. This is important. It's not nice, but it's important. You don't have to have ill will to hinder justice. Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Canvas Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Canvas Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCanvasSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC Sativa Podcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We are planning on doing big things with our humble little projects such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. Again, that is https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. So I wanted to do something a little bit different today. Um, so I, I've done 52, I think 51, 52 episodes already. 
And there's something I just haven't addressed yet that I've been meaning to address. And I, I feel that now is the appropriate time to do so. Um, so, so let me just reiterate and let me just clarify on, on what the point of this podcast is and what, what, what we aim to do with this project. Um, so I started this podcast in August of 2018 and, um, the reason why I started it, like, like I said in the first episode was because I'm, I'm, I'm not satisfied with the progress of current marijuana legalization. You know, while I'm thankful that 10 states have, have legalized it for adult use for folks over the age of 21 and have, uh, have, have lifted prohibition in, in, in about 10 states. Um, I just don't feel that we're moving fast enough as a country and as a society with this, you know. There's still a lot of, of BS rules and, and regulations right now. Like I've been railing about for, for a while, you know, in all 10 of these states, you know, it consuming marijuana is legal, but you're not allowed to do it in public, you know. Um, and landlords can still prohibit marijuana use on their property. So you have a lot of people that um, while it's legal in their state, they themselves personally can't do it because they don't have the fortune or the privilege to be a homeowner or a condo owner or have a landlord that's cool with them using, you know. Um, and and part of why I, I started this podcast was because because of the of issues like this and because although although we've come a long way with with acceptance of the plant you know we still have a long way to go in terms of stigma and allowing people places to use it and you know making sure that it's affordable and accessible to everyone regardless of occupation regardless of gender regardless of where you live in the united states or regardless of, of your socioeconomic class, very importantly, you know, I, I just feel that cannabis as it is, even in legal states, is, is very, very expensive. And, you know, if it was legal in all 50 states and it was regulated like an agricultural product, um, you know, we would see $40 pounds and stuff, you know, and ounces would cost maybe 10 bucks. But you know, we're not there yet. And because we still have a lot of people that, you know, while they don't have any moral, um, moral objections to cannabis, you know, they're not going to fight hard for it. You know, they, you know, they're, they're the type that hasn't used since college or high school. You know, they, they have, a, they now have a family, they now have kids, they now have a good paying job or whatever. And, you know, they're firmly into the square life, you know, and, you know, they, they haven't done it in decades and they don't care to and they don't really know people that do it anymore. And although they want it legal and will vote yes if it's on their ballot, you know, they're not going to push for lounges, you know, for places to smoke. They're not going to push for social justice and expungement. They're not going to push for for um, for for cannabis to be accessible for poor people like, you know, California once had, you know, but you know they with prop 64 that they passed in 2016 you know kind of phased it out but they're trying to they're trying to bring back compassionate care where you know poor people or disabled people without a lot of money would get sort of free cannabis from collectives and co-ops or, or whatnot as, as i understand it but um but but part of why we do this podcast is to 
is to is to encourage activism and encourage people to write to their lawmakers and hold their lawmakers accountable in, in, in easing the stigma and ending federal prohibition. And I want to say that, and I want to say that my main point is, and this isn't this isn't for the weak-hearted or weak-minded. You know, I'm going to split some hair saying this, but if you're, I don't have room for wallflowers on my podcast. You know, and I mean, part of the reason why I'm I'm doing this is, or part of the reason why I'm I'm doing this sort of episode is to make that point. You know, one of my favorite musicians is Kurt Cobain, and um. Kurt Cobain in interviews and in, in in journal entries he's written, like he 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 said that he's he's always said in concerts that if you're misogynistic, if you're racist, if you're xenophobic, or you're a bigot, he doesn't want you going to his concerts. You know, he wants you to burn his records and he never wants to see you in his concerts again. And, you know, what I'm gonna say is gonna sound harsh, but you know, and I, I know most of you listeners are are pretty are not wallflowers and are actively trying to change the laws and the stigmas of cannabis and crush the stigmas of cannabis and and destroy the stigmas of cannabis. But, I mean, there's still some people that, you know, that are, are on the fence or are wallflowers and are, oh, well, I voted yes on cannabis. I can just sit on my hands and do nothing. If you're, if you're, if you listen to this podcast and you're that type of person, I don't want you listening. You know, I have no space and I have no patience for wallflowers. I want people who have skin in the game. And by skin in the game, I want you writing to your Congress people. I want you calling your your state senators and state reps. I want you testifying in, in, in your, your state house if you have the time or the ability to do it. You know, and... And I say these things because these are things I hold myself to. These are things I do. I write to my cannabis control board, you know, whenever I can to talk about regulation I don't like or regulation that I want to see in our program. You know, I remember, like, I remember in 2017 when, you know, they were first really drafting rules and stuff, you know, I was writing to them to, to tell them that I don't want, I don't want potency limits on, on my medical marijuana, you know. I don't want large, I don't want ridiculous potency limits on, on cannabis. And, you know, I, I wrote to them talking about how, you know, um, how, how I want user data or, or cannabis uh, pay, uh, adult use data when, when you go to a dispensary to, to be protected or how I've written to the board saying that, you know, I want them to put some sort of rule or ordinance in place that says that, that um that employers can't discriminate with with regards to cannabis use on off hours you know those are those are some of the many things i've done in the past few years and you know i testified in in in, in beacon hill um in in 20 in early 2017 as well to make to make what my views on or to make my vision of of, of what i want a, the adult use market in my state to look like you know, those are, those are things I want you doing, you know, I don't want you, I mean, if you're, again, like I just said, if, again, if you're the type of person that's like, oh, well, I own my own property, I don't have to worry about having a place to consume cannabis, you know, and people shouldn't be able to smoke in public or whatever, you know, they should get ticketed and fine, or the, or, you know, why is it my problem that not everyone 
not everyone can afford medical marijuana that needs it or why is it my problem that um that that there aren't lounges or why is it my problem that the cannabis industry is most that the new cannabis industry is mostly white and people of color are shut out you know if you're not asking these questions and you're not worried about these problems again i don't want you as a listener you know i don't i i don't want wallflowers i don't want complacent people you know i don't want people that are got mine f you you know we're we're 10 states deep in this recreational marijuana experiment and you know we still have 40 more states to go right now and you know although i live in a legal state although i live in legal Massachusetts and have no problem finding weed or whatever i i care very deeply about people in mississippi who who where it's very illegal or idaho or wyoming i care so much about that you know it breaks my heart that oh that a woman my age or whatever that has insomnia you know has to use dumb pharmaceuticals that don't do the job for her and you know and if she were to obtain marijuana she she can go to prison for quite a long time and have her life destroyed you know i care about women like that i care about men like that i care about people in between like that you know in that predicament you know it's not enough that my state just legalized i want it legal for all 50 states you know and i want listeners that that think the same way and that are fighters you know that 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 are fighters that are willing to speak truth to power they're willing to look out for others and willing to care about the well-being and, and, and the health of others and improving the quality of life of other people i don't want people that are complacent and that don't they don't care about these very deep and very big issues uh, you know I, I don't want that i don't care for it and you know if if you're if you're a subscriber to my podcast and you you're just content with being a complacent wallflower unsub click the unsubscribe button you know you know delete every episode from 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 your from your phone or your computer you know um I, I, I again I don't want wallflowers so um and um one more thing I sort of want to bring up um I I mean I I mean I'm 50 something episodes deep and I haven't talked about why the I am cannabis sativa podcast is um is named that and it's named that because um because I want to I want everyone to feel that to see themselves as I want everyone who is a cannabis user to see themselves as an average person in a sense you know it's like that it's like that um part in in that movie I am I think Spartacus or whatever where where they're going after Spartacus and then everyone else claims that they're Spartacus so the people that are trying to punish Spartacus you know the people that are trying to punish spartacus they don't really know who the real spartacus is so that's kind of the, the point of this podcast if ever if so many people are cannabis users then the people that still stigmatize it you know they can't really tell who is and who isn't a user and you know they start seeing it as a normal thing you know if you know we're, we're, if everyone if, if everyone sees that this is just normal and that this is just a regular thing and that average people do it you know that's the you know that's what i'm trying to push for and you know and, and like 
and this podcast like this podcast is a populist podcast in a in a sense i i would say that this podcast is a populist minded populist themed po- podcast you know it's for the average people it's for it's for the it's for the every woman or the every man it's i don't you know i'm not trying to attract you know people that have a lot of privilege or a lot of money if you have privilege and money i want you listening i don't i mean that's i mean I want I want people that aren't wallflowers, regardless of what they look like and how much money they have and who they are. I want people that aren't wallflowers to 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 subscribe to my podcast. But um, but yeah, I mean we're we're populist minded podcast and we're for the we're for the average person. So um, I guess I'll end it on that. And as always, stay medicated, my friends.